Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff Stein's a national and presidential expert, noted author. You can find his books over at the Next Chapter Books, as well as also online at totallyiowa.com, the Iowa Business Report, the Iowa Politics Report. Come to us from KXEL in Cedar Falls, Waterloo, where Jeff is seated at today. And how was your Independence Day holiday? I took a really well-deserved nap. You did deserve a nap, dude. Man, you work way too hard. (laughs) And it was one of those... uh, and it was kind of you to refer to it as Independence Day. We have a history on that conversation. Yes, we do. We? Uh, and I saw, uh, our, our, saw our mutual friend Trent doing his usual, you know, 20 post, you know, how dare you? <laughs> I ignored all that. Uh, I was blissfully asleep. It, it was more of collapsing on the couch. But I, I, I hope you enjoyed your weeks away. Uh, it was it was nice. I was able to get some downtime. And then, of course, hanging around the Twin Cities is fun, man. I mean, I got to the Twins game yesterday, sure. went to the Guthrie Theater, caught into the woods over there. So do you do you have a – can I ask this? Do you have a minor league baseball team in your town? We have, uh, like, junior league. Uh, but, yes, there's the Waterloo Bucks. Ah. B-U-C-K-S, the Bucks. Fear okay. the deer. Fear the deer. Oh, okay. man. Do you get out to – Do you, are you able to? You do work hard. Are you able to get to any of the games? No. Oh. No. But we also, this will be good. We are going to have a team in the Arena League. What? Not the Arena Football League. That's different. Okay. This is called the Arena League. What 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 sport is it? This is football. This oh, it is, is a football. football. Okay, so it is Arena yeah. League football. Uh yeah. and it's going to be in Waterloo? Yeah. The um <laughs> that that was the response of everybody else. <laughs> Uh, there's the Des Moines. Des Moines is a little bit bigger. It's over there. They used to have the bar store. Iowa bar stormers were a fantastic uh, team over there. But and they are in. There must be like five indoor football leagues because apparently four weren't enough. Okay. And uh, Tim Brown, who is a uh, Hall of Fame football player, Heisman Trophy winner, uh, he's the commissioner, and they'll play next year. And last week, this is where I got out. This this is what passes, Matt, for me getting out. I went to the Harley Davidson dealership. Okay. Where the news conference was held. Okay. Where they announced the name of the team. And I got my free t shirt with the logo. What's okay? what's what's the name of the team? Thank you for playing along. It is called the Waterloo Woo. Waterloo Woo? W O O. Okay, the why Waterloo did you not Woo. go with the Napoleons? Seriously, the Waterloo Napoleons yes, is phenomenal. Of course, of course, just as good as back in the day. It should have been the Tennessee Tuxedos, not the Titans. <laughs> it should right? have been. It should yes. have been. Oh God! Here's you're gonna you're gonna love this. All right. The Woo. All right. Are you are you able to type on a computer or on your yeah. phone and get the web page? All right. Okay. Let's see. Let me hold on here. Waterloo Woo. You say Woo.com. Yes. L O O or L O U. No, no, Waterloo, L-O-O, uh-huh. Woo, W-O-O. Oh, W-O-O. How long did you live down here? You don't uh, know that Waterloo. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So I, I'm looking for the team name, the team here. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, they have a t- team page. I don't see it. it you don't they, see a logo? Well, it was, oh, I see the logo. That's quite a look. Okay. <laughs> okay. It is an animal. They have not oh, said my what God. kind of animal. 
Thank you. Oh my God! Um, How would you describe it, gentlemen? Um, I'll just let you describe it. Uh, it's a wolf uh, wearing a robe from the seventies with a mullet trying to drop a roofie in your drink. It looks like uh, so. That would be my guess. What? Would, uh, where are you at, Brett? I was going to go from like an early '90s uh, anti-drug cartoon character, kind of a oh gosh, nice. kind of looking animal there. <laughs> nice. They they will not tell you what animal it is. An animal. So I don't know. Are we shape shifting here? I have no idea. That's a wolf. But <laughs> could be a coyote. We don't know. Um, but why do you think it is wearing a robe with a blonde mullet? Uh, I'm going to presume it's going to be to flashing people. No. <laughs> I, I don't want to get too deep into what you did on your vacation. Uh, but no, adult movies, you're saying? Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> How about the fact that the National Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame is two blocks away from my studio here in downtown Waterloo? Okay. Is, does that tip that the name is the Woo? And it's, it's the Ric Flair. Of- it's Ric Flair. It's Ric Flair. Which now I actually have to question what his uniform, his outfit was like. Anyway, but no. With a row. But but this is what we were told, that there used to be trains that went through here. So what noise does a train make? Woo woo. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then you've got the wrestling. So you got Ric Flair, who apparently has no tie to Waterloo otherwise, to my knowledge. But that's that's the indoor. And, And not only did I go to a Harley Davidson dealership. For this news conference, they had free pizza. That's my idea of a big time, my friend. That's what I did last week. You know, you know, I <laughs> did. They know about Napoleon. Is that the problem here? Ugh. I, I truly and and but well, what would what would your shorthand of the nickname Napoleons be? Napas. <laughs> You can't do that. I don't think you can do that. Well, what are you doing? You're stealing, you know, uh, Ric Flair's know image and everything here and trying to disguise quite, it with a train sound. Of course you're. I'm, I'm quite well aware of that. But um, this is something, and, and Brett can weigh in. Look at how I just took over your shoulder. Let, let's just let Brett weigh in. Okay. There are a lot of people in your position. You are not one of them. Hmm. There are a lot of people in your position who would take your afternoon drive major market radio program and keep thinking, I just got to go national. My goal is to be a national host. You don't care. You've got a good audience. You've got a good situation. I love my my city. I love my state. That's what I love. Exactly. Right. And you could do, but you don't need the aggravation. But I have found that you do have aspirations beyond this program. Yes. And it apparently, according to your Twitter feed, is to be the field manager of the Minnesota Twins. Damn right I should be. <laughs> because the way I read it, anybody could be and do a better job. At least that's according to the Matt McNeil Twitter account. Have you, Am have, I right? Have you, made, have you watched Rocco's decisions on that Twins team? <laughs> So, I don't need to. I just follow along through you. Well, so so it, 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 what is it? The Dubuque Kirken guards because the train makes the when it comes through town. I mean, it's. I mean, it's, <laughs> there seems to be there, there's a lot of more thought going into this, and I think they need to be putting into this. I'm just gonna be honest with you. 
Okay, the hockey team is the Dubuque Fighting Saints. No, there's nothing. Well, that's they just copied the St. Paul Saints. Well, I mean, but it is a good name. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with that. It's a good name. Fighting Saints is a good. Well, name. and and look at the makeup of the community. Yeah, it's a very Catholic community. Very angry Catholics. Catholics yeah. <laughs> very angry Catholics. They get a little bit of that blood of Christ into them, and off they go. Uh, <laughs> all right, we tell you. Folks, if he's not here tomorrow, it's because they said vacation was not enough. The, the, what he took off was not enough, and we need a few few more months, maybe. I'm I'm a Christian boy. I know what I know where I cross some lines. All right, let's. We'll oh, put, nice pun with the with the phrase "cross." But yeah, what number no, will what oh. number will will you wear as the field general? Oh, as the, um, for, for for the woos. No, I for the twins. I'm back. I, I oh, mean, for the you, field. What, what number are you wearing? You're going to channel your inner Frank Quillacy, or how? How's this going to go? How's that for a reference? Sixty-eight next to the naughty place. Uh, no, I, I just. I, <laughs> I, <don't. laughs> I think the listeners who are hearing the rebroadcast on Sunday morning are now horrified. So, I'm our work is done. Amen. Uh, okay, so uh, speaking of horrified, ah, yes. All right, yes. So, uh, let's go. Let's. Uh, we got a lot to get to here. We we've had two weeks yes. of this. Yes. You, you and I haven't missed this at all, though. But I mean, we got a lot. We got to touch. Uh, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Arizona. Uh, now it's it, and I don't think this is. This was not a surprise to me when the story came on out that Trump was basically pressuring Arizona to. We need you to find some votes, um, and now. The, the, the special counsel is focusing. He's what supreme, subpoenaed the uh, secretary of state in Arizona, other mm-hmm. officials in Arizona. The, this is not going to go well. Now we got two states where Trump is on tape asking for votes to be basically be invented to help him win. Well, first of all, I'm glad you used part of your time off to work on your impersonation. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> uh, the other is that we hear that. Uh, the special counsel now wants uh, is directing attention at Rudy Giuliani and all of that, which yeah. is again tied in to what you're talking about. Yep. There is, I, I don't know what to make of this, but it is not going to matter how many more times he's indicted, or for some. Here's a case in point: Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake was the candidate for governor in Arizona. Iowa native, candidate for governor in Arizona, left TV to go run for governor, uh, claimed that um, the election was stolen from Trump in Arizona in 2020 and that the election was stolen from her for governor in 2022, right? She has a new book out. I have her on the program to talk about the book. And I said something as neutral as I could be about, um, you know, what confidence do you have that any improprieties from the past will be remedied in the future. And I got interrupted and heard a long list of all of the specifics. Okay. Mm -hmm. Things that if I repeated them to you, you would say, well, that was debunked. That was debunked. That was debunked. Yes. So, and I say this, I'm not disparaging her. She is a believer. She, and then she lost an election and she's a believer, but there. There is that core, and it does not matter how many indictments may come. No, I agree with that but wholeheartedly. One of, but one of the things, I, I, it just surprised me. You're flogging a book, and immediately you went right to the to the, well, the, 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 the stolen election. You know, might explain uh, why her book is not selling very well at all, too. But you know, 
I didn't even look. I, I didn't get a copy. I didn't read a copy. I don't know. I don't pay any attention to the stats. Um, I, I just, you know, reread my books at home at night. And, and that's good. Ah! Uh, but one, <laughs> here's something I want to, I've been thinking about knowing that we would be reunited and it feels so good today. Um, I don't buy the poll. Everything I just said, notwithstanding, man, I don't buy the polling that shows Trump ahead by like 90 points over DeSantis or the field. I don't think it's that wide a margin. And here's why. There are a lot of people who will answer a poll and say, oh, yeah, absolutely. I was behind Trump twice. I'm behind him a third time for face saving. But remember, the Iowa caucus is a private straw poll on the Republican side. On the Democrat side, you raise your hand, you move from, you know, you do the hokey pokey, the whole thing. Republicans write the name on a piece of paper and put it in a hat. I just wonder how many people who have been Trump supporters, who are vocally Trump supporters right now, with friends and neighbors and pollsters, I wonder how many won't actually vote for him when the time comes. I, I I agree with you on everything there. Here's your problem for the Republicans is I just don't think it's enough to offset the fact that all Trump needs is 51 percent of the Republican Party to back him. And I think he's got that. I think he's got that. He's probably running. I would probably say it's around 60. And I agree with you on the numbers that it's not nearly as wide margin there. But I think especially as your favorite flavor gets disqualified in this process, you know, will you jump to a DeSantis or you just shrug your shoulders and go to Trump? Well, here's the, the thing, in, in, because it's an expectation game. How is the Republican field going to lay out? Start in Iowa, go to New Hampshire. It's the same same uh, four square dances before. Then it's South Carolina, then it's Nevada. If Trump does not dominate by the numbers that polls showed, what's the narrative going to be? The narrative's going to be he is not as strong as had been thought. And that lack of expectation meeting expectations could harm him a week later in new hampshire how much trouble going back to the original thing here though really quick how much trouble is he in in arizona i mean it, i mean georgia sounds like it, it, he's in big trouble there from what you've seen in arizona does this also look like it's it's real big trouble for him there i think they're identical situations and the difference is you've got a a, a state uh, different state laws different state rules all the rest and so it's hard to say how much trouble mm-hmm. um I think, and we've talked about this, I think he's in trouble on the documents thing. Oh, I think he's in big trouble on the documents thing. Okay, and this is what we've said before, and I say to the people on the right side of the spectrum, I don't care what anybody else did. The fact is, if he got caught, I don't care if every other president, vice president, secretary of state, and head groundskeeper took documents, doesn't matter. You deal with the charge in front of you. And that's... You know, I, I've told you before, I thought the New York thing was kind of bogus, but boy, the documents thing is of concern mm-hmm. and these state situations are of concern. The, the weird part, and you, you saw Steve Cortez, who was a huge Trumpy, now he's a DeSantis guy, saying, yeah, you know, we're behind what we thought we would be because every time he gets indicted, the poll numbers go up, so we need more of your money. That was kind of an awkward uh, Independence Day uh Salvo by the DeSantis people admitting mm-hmm. that they're falling behind in money because every time their chief rival gets indicted, how weird is this world? 
his popularity goes up, at least in the polls. And that's the part where I say I think there's a little undercurrent. Well, I think there's an undercurrent, and I think that it's not the majority – and the overwhelming majority of the Republican. I think it's just enough of a majority to cause chaos for the Republicans. And I also say this reminder just that all, when Trump says everyone else did it, that's him just trying to deflect and avoid the fact that he's the he's the guilty party on this one. Let's take a break. we got four Supreme Court rulings we got to try to get through before we get to the end of the show. Jeff Stein joining us, 952-946-6205. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show. Jeff Stein joining us for his usual weekly visit. Okay, Jeff, uh, we got four Supreme Court justice rulings that I wanted to touch on. The first one, just really quickly, I don't think there needs to be much here. Uh, the 6-3 ruling against the North Carolina, I believe it was, who said that uh, that the, the courts have no say in setting up uh, electoral boundaries. And the court basically said, no, that's that's ludicrous, which averted a, ma- a major crisis that was going to be on our hands. But needless to say, sanity ruled on that ruling, at least. And, um, you know, basically it didn't become a free for all in the states. We have separation of powers in three branches of government. Legislature passes a law. The judicial branch approves it or says it's not constitutional. This is how it works, period. Your legal advice. I want to go to the the gay website now, and basically the ruling says that you can't force an artist to create art that they disagree with, and that's you know, and that's kind of you're going to boil it down to the basics. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing that's really interesting: the case that this woman brought, where two gay people asked her to design a website, doesn't seem to exist. One of the people is actually a straight man who's married in San Francisco and had no idea his name was even involved in this lawsuit until someone called him up and asked him his thoughts on it. The other person doesn't even seem to exist. And there have been some people who have been saying there is actually a legal precedent that you can go back and say the case that was brought to you was fraudulent because it was made up. And you let's face it, you do not want to be like Nazi Germany where you make up things going on and have a court rule that you can discriminate against people on made up things. So there is a way for us to do this. Do you think that there will be some sort of appeal on that one, that that, that the fact that, that, okay, this case, which was the basis of this ruling, doesn't even exist, so it's non-existent? Here's the problem I have with that. There was a case, and it went through appeals processes, plural, before it got to the U.S. Supreme Court. How does someone not move to dismiss for jurisdictional reasons at that point? I mean, how is it that this I don't even see how you could get this far with a completely fabricated set of facts? Yeah. You know, I I just don't. So this is what leads me to say, okay, I I understand, you know, oh, am I in this case? I don't see how it got to that point because this Mm -hmm. thing was covered over and over. Oral arguments were held. Everybody heard all about it. How is it that that's just now coming to light at, at this juncture? I, I, I just have a hard time. Well, and they apparently there was some allegations of deception that the people that when the the people that were taking the case to the Supreme Court were asked to provide the people they said that they didn't want to come forward when they had never talked with them that that, that was something that in previous cases it was that and that's what they're saying could be the basis of going to the Supreme Court saying well they were dishonest from the beginning there was no case here and they prevent they they implied it was and so I don't know what the process would be but it sounds like it's something that's actually happened before that the Supreme Court has nullified a previous ruling because they found out that the, the facts of the case were made up. 
You ask for rehearing, but the best way to get around it is to have a real cause of action with real people who have been aggrieved based on this ruling that then makes its way up where you actually have the people showing harm because they could not get services because of their sexual orientation or the fact that they wanted to be married or whatever it is. Uh, Joe Biden's uh, plan to to waive the student loan debt. Uh, two things about that ruling. One, half that ruling is basically the the six Supreme Court justices saying, we don't want you to do it. And that's the truth. If you go read that, there's, we don't feel like you should do this. The second thing is, is that in the 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 law the rules that basically he was invoking to do this the term that they say that the president does have the right to do this is to waive waive the debt it actually says he can do that he waived the debt that was the language he used he was using this he was using the 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 procedure to do so in the ruling the supreme court never once addressed the fact that the Basically, the, 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 you know, the rules that they were saying that he violated actually say under those rules that he indeed could waive that. Well, OK, but who set up the rules? See, this is what they did. They set up rules for this specific situation, and that's what was being challenged was the rules. The law talked about may alter. Well, alter is not the same as full waiver. However, but he did say waive, though. He said the no. alter was the term of the people that were challenging it. Wave was the term that he used, and that was within his legal precedent. Well, it, I, I don't think it's that clear, but here's the thing. All they have to do is get Congress to pass it in yeah. an election year. We'll see I if that happens. Big a deal. Go woo. Uh, Jeff Stein, we'll listen to him on the weekend. We'll take hour two coming up next. <laughs> 